It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. What's up? You're listening to 5 Tip Friday. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be talking about online businesses. This is something I get questions about quite often. So let's go ahead and dive into five tips to starting an online business. Number one, this was such a bummer for me when I started my online business. But what I realized is it's not necessarily about how good your products and services are sometimes. Now, sometimes notice that I say that very, very seriously, because what I find is with online businesses, You have to be better at marketing first. If you cannot get people in the door and you can't get people interested and excited about your products and your services, you don't have a business. You don't have a business without sales. So I say you have to get great at marketing first, but you also have to deliver. And ideally you have to over deliver on your products and services. Otherwise, it's just not worth it for people. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of things that are really high quality and you have to really level up. Now, I say that loosely because sometimes I find when you first get started, your products and your services may not be the best, and that's okay, but ideally you're learning and growing and improving over time. Which leads me to tip number two, you have to have a great website. In today's world, people don't have a lot of patience for websites that look a little janky or are slow. We just, we're not very patient. Even five seconds, people will leave your website. It's kind of unfortunate. But I think you really do need a great website. Now, I believe for me personally, I have a WordPress website. So that's, I do my own hosting. My hosting is currently through Bluehost. I'm actually getting ready to switch to a different one because I need a little bit more bandwidth. And so my website's hosted through Bluehost. I have a WordPress site and then I have a Genesis theme. Now, Genesis theme is like a framework, almost like a layer that allows you to customize your website pretty easily. So that's what I use. And then you can buy a template that goes in sync with the Genesis theme. And so that's how you can start to customize and change out your templates. So that's one good way to get started. I think it's really good because you have a lot more control and you have a lot more flexibility with the design and the layout. But if you don't like that and you want something super basic, I've actually been kind of geeking out on Squarespace lately. Not sponsored by them, but I really have been thinking their templates are really beautiful. And if you're just getting started, Squarespace, I think, is a really good way to go because it has your hosting and your template in one price point. So you pay like, I think, 12 or 20 bucks a month or something like that to have your website up and going. Why your website is so important, it's your 24-7 salesperson. This is the thing that's going to be running all the time for you and trying to highlight your best features for your business and speak to your ideal customer. So it's super important that you have a really great website. Okay, my next tip is to niche down before going broad. A lot of times we start and we want to speak to multiple audiences, and that's okay in some cases, in some cases. But what I find is so many times we go so broad and we try to maybe start like a lifestyle 
company where you speak about fitness and health and finance and style and travel. And you're trying to talk about all these things that you're really passionate about, but you can't get any traction in one specific area. So I find for a lot of people that if you niche down, there's a saying in business that the riches are in the niches. And I really do believe that. I think you need to speak to a very, very specific subset of people first and then you can start to to broaden your your scope as as you get better at business. But I think if you try to talk to everybody, you talk to nobody, and it's really dangerous in online and even in person businesses. So just be careful about that and niche down as specifically as you possibly can be. My next big tip is to be patient. This is a long term game. I started my business almost five years ago, I think a little bit over five years. And when I first started my first year of business, I was disappointed because I didn't make very much money. I think I made $1,500 my first year of business. And I legitimately thought about quitting you guys. I was so like, just freaked out. I'm like, this is not going to pay my bills. Like, how the heck am I going to do this? It sucks. And what I found is that online businesses take a lot of time and a lot of patience and a lot of pivoting where you have to try things, put it out there, see what you learn and then make adjustments as you go. But it is very much a long-term game. Anybody that tells you you can get an online business off the ground within one to two years, I think is not being fully honest because I think for most people, it takes about three years before your business starts to really, truly work. So just be patient with yourself. And that leads me to my last and probably favorite tip of all, collaborate over competition. We always see things on on the internet and on TV shows where business is super cutthroat and you're just trying to survive and you're trying to outcompete and trying to just take down the other person. And honestly, I think that is a really crappy way to approach business. I used to believe that was the case, but now what I have found is when you collaborate with other bloggers, podcasters, content creators, whatever the heck your business is, you will find more success from that than you will trying to outperform them or, or have some kind of like cutthroat strategy. It just, I, I don't think that leaves a good taste in people's mouths. And I think that there's better ways to do it. In fact, I know there are. And if you reach out to people to work together, you're going to go a lot further. I can promise you that. So definitely collaborate. Don't try to compete too much. All right, guys, those are some of my tips for online businesses. I know this is a really important topic and in five minutes, I can't cover all the details, but hopefully this gives you something to think about. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you. Hope you're having a great week and I will see you next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.